¿Qué onda, familia? If you're looking for a fun, feel-good listening experience, check out our podcast, Hanging with Los Otelos. My name is Shaboy Edgar, and this is my beautiful wife, Janet. Hi, guys. We're a bilingual Mexican-American married couple with two beautiful young daughters. We're ready to fully expose our life, discuss relationship drama, yours and ours, and fill you with faith, encouragement, and laughter. Se va a poner bueno, so come hang out with us. Listen to Hanging with Los Otelos on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. For more info, visit losotelos.com. Mama, Dada, I love it. Open your hearts and loosen your butts. It's time for couples therapy. Yeah, this podcast is Andy and Naomi's, where they can both laugh and hang with all their homies, talking excellent vacationing with brunches and cuddling, to messy situations, shits and conscious and coupling, from Netflix hookups to single them with some Hulu, text sex, regrets, or feeling on your new jubu. They gon' talk about it, ah, yeah, you are invited, ah, needing therapy, I guarantee, baby, we got it. It's Welcome to Couples Therapy. My name is Andy. And I am Naomi. And we are a real life couple, a real life couple of comedians. And on the show, we take the best sets from our live show, Couples Therapy, and bring them to your ears. But sometimes we have people that we like in studio to answer advice questions. And guess what, Naomi? This is one of them times. You are 100% correct, and you win. <laughs> a dear. A fake deer. You win. <laughs> a fake, a fake you, deer target. I thought you were going to tell me a John Deere lawnmower. No, you win a fake deer target for bow and arrow practice. Naomi, who is our wonderful guest on today's episode? Oh, well, you guys, you are in for a real treat. We have a wonderful time talking to Rob Hubel. He is an actor, improviser, and writer you know from shows like Human Giant, Children's Hospital, his YouTube Red series, Do You Want to See a Dead Body? Transparent. Soon, you can see Rob in the Children's Hospital spinoff, Medical Police, which debuts on Netflix in January. And you know what? We just had a real good time talking to him. This is my first time really talking to Rob. Yeah. Getting into it. I said to him, like, I only known him through his characters. Yeah. And also, like, when you start at UCB... There's also this lore. Of course. There's the like the myths of all the people that came before you. He was a cool senior when we were freshmen. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And you know, in one of the cool uh, Respecto Montalban, right? yes. in one of the cool groups. So there's this also like knee jerk kind of like, ah, you're <laughs> uh, you're like a Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't have been nicer. Lovely. And he really came. He came to help too. Yeah. He really came to help. It's people with their issues, which I thought was wonderful. And not to, uh, you know, I know. Uh, that there's a kind of a, a PR purpose to this, but I have to genuinely say I'm very excited for medical. Was it medical police? Yes. <laughs> I medical love police. Children's Hospital so much. So I genuinely cannot wait for this. <laughs> and I'm very excited. Speaking of, of uh, PR things, Naomi. Oh, tell me, sister. Uh, tonight. What? If you live in Los Angeles, you're in for a treat if you come to the Virgil at 8 p.m. because it is our show. It's the Couples Therapy Show. Couples and Therapy is popping off tonight, and the lineup is sick. Yeah. Dana Gould and Arden Marine are on the show. We've got La Culturista himself, Bowen Yang, and Sudi Green yes. together. Two SNL heads. It's just going to be, uh, I mean, effervescent. It's going to be If I can pick one adjective that I kind of know what it means. So if you're listening to this pod, you're in LA, and you're like, what am I doing tonight? It's Tuesday. Why don't I have some fun? Stop what you're doing, get your ticket, call 10 of your friends, and roll up to the Virgil tonight. 
Show starts at 8, BB. Yeah. I think the tickets are still on sale up until about 5 p.m. So uh, uh, go on to CouplesTherapyPod.com and see us live. Click on see us live and you can get tickets there. I have a feeling it might sell out, so you might want to get tickets beforehand. Definitely. Yeah. What else, Naomi? Don't you have a couple live dates coming up, what we're talking about? Well, being live? Well, literally, Couples Therapy's tonight, tomorrow. I'll get my ass to Minneapolis, you guys. I will be opening for the one, the only, Jonathan Van Ness. Tomorrow night, November 6th, at the State Theater in Minneapolis, there are two shows. Then November 7th, we'll be at the Fillmore in Detroit, also two shows. And November 8th, the Orpheum Theater in Boston, also two shows. So come check out that magical, magical evening. And after that, I will also be opening for the New Negroes. I will be with them November 14th through 18th. We'll be in Portland, Seattle, Santa Cruz, Oakland. Okay, West Coast, we coming through (laughs) with some black excellence. So you need to... Come to these shows if you can. I'm going to be all over the place. No excuses, friends. Yes. Three small plugs left. One of them. We have a Patreon. Two times a month, Naomi and I do special episodes, just us getting in deep about our emotions. Uh, (laughs) If you like our dynamic and uh, you want to hear those episodes, only $5 a month. I think is a small price to pay. Yes. um, For two wonderful hours of entertainment and emotion. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Also, today is an advice episode. If you would like to call in and ask advice questions yourself, leave a voicemail at this number, 323-524-7839. Finally, we're trying to get off of Facebook as much as possible, and so we started a mailing list. We only send out newsletters, I would say, once in a while, a couple times a year at most. It lets us disseminate some information about where we're going, where we're playing live, what the lineups are. And it also kind of lets us find out where you are and if you want us to come to your town. So if you go to the website, CouplesTherapyPod.com, you should see mailing list. You can click on it and sign up there. I think that's it, Naomi, right? Oh, yeah, baby. I think they're ready to get into some Rob Hubel. Well, then without any further ado, roll it. Rob, how are you doing today? Where are you at emotionally? Wow. Where's your heart? What's inside? <laughs> We're going straight there. Yeah. Just like, um, you know, it's two in the afternoon. You've just come here. You've had a yeah, little bit of all a right. day. I, I will tell you. All right, if we're going to go there. Um, I almost started crying about an hour ago Oof. because for the first time, I think I don't want to cry if I tell you about this. For the We have a three-year-old mm-hmm. who's awesome, and Yay. it's super fun to like watch her discover stuff. And I picked her up from school. And she looked into my eyes and told me what color my eyes were. And um, oh. and it was and then she just kept looking into my eyes like very deeply. Yeah. And so I just kept st- you know how normally adults like I'm not comfortable looking at you. Yeah. Right? Like, right, I'll look yeah, at you yeah, for yeah. a few seconds. Yeah, then yeah, I'll look yeah, away. yeah, yeah, fully. So I was like, oh, this is fucking real. Yeah. By the way, can I swear on this? Yeah, show? Of course. Okay. So I just like stared back at her and she's just like looking at me and looking at me and it was just a nice little moment. And I was like, Ooh, I got to clock this for like my memory bank. Oh yeah. That I can't, I make jokes sometimes about, we have pets. We have lots of pets. Same thing. It's the same thing. (laughs) I make jokes about it, but like there, that, well, that's the closest we come to knowing that feeling. Listen, I, I, I'm with you. I was there. I had dogs until I still have dogs. But then when you have a kid, you know, you got to take better care of your kid, hopefully. <laughs> yeah. We still throw food in a dog bowl in the corner and have her eat out of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's but good. Your, other than your child. That. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. keeps her humble. Yes. You know what I mean? That's about growing up, putting a I little hate on the I chest. I am not raising an arrogant child. I will not you do can't. it. You can't. Mm-mm. She's already being raised in Los Angeles, so you got to fight against that <laughs> I got to keep this child real. 
By the way, this is dangerous because we had a very touching moment, and then I immediately, my instinct was make a joke. And then I do. I that's as me. everyone yeah, here, yeah. here's UCB trained. Yeah. Uh, yes, and that. And I'm just like, oh boy, let's not <laughs> just run away from any emotion. <laughs> you must any emotion. That, well, that is me. We're all East Coast people. Sure. And uh, <laughs> does everyone on the East Coast do that? <laughs> this is my theory. I'm from Pennsylvania, and my theory is that Pennsylvanians definitely from their Germanic presence in the air. Okay. Uh, it's like a uh, airborne emotional repression disease. Yeah. And you just tend to like hold it all in. And anytime that you express a real emotion, you have to then somehow undercut it. Yeah. With either irony or a joke or something. Yeah. I think that's pretty common. Yeah. I would <laughs> I would agree that most humans do that. Probably. Okay. So it's not yeah. just an East Coast thing. It's not. I don't think so. Where did you grow up? My wife is from Seattle. Oh, okay. And they're very, you know, those people are very cold also. Not cold. I'm not calling my, I'm not, I'm not calling my wife cold. But, you know, she'll do the same thing. Like she'll almost say something emotional and then like dial it way back, you know. And she's not a comedy person per se. Okay. I grew up on the East Coast also. I grew up in D.C. Oh, okay. Yeah, in Virginia, mm-hmm. like northern Virginia. But, yeah, I totally relate to that. I was in New York for 10, 11 years. Yeah. So I know how to. Bury my emotions pretty well. <laughs> did New York open you up at all? Because it did from especially like when I moved from not doing comedy stuff to performing, and I'm like, oh, I better, I'm gonna be uh, just like this kind of like stolid person on stage. Mm-hmm. I better like figure out something with my emotions if I'm going to do this at, at any level. Yeah, the whole time I was in New York, I felt like I was really like scrapping and clawing, you know, trying to get on the radar of mm-hmm. of anybody. So I don't know that I felt super <laughs> emotionally open or vulnerable, you know. And I I, I don't <laughs> certainly don't feel that way in LA. Like I don't feel like you walk around here like hello world. <laughs> Hell, no one can hurt me in LA. Um, yeah, I think uh, also just being in comedy or be uh, just being a performer, I think you tend to be more guarded because you kind of have to put yourself out there all the time when you're working and, and when you're on stage. So, you know, I think it's natural. Sometimes you kind of swing back the other way and yeah. keep yourself closed up. I don't know. Bit. It's interesting. because I, I like wish I weren't, but. I'm like too, I'm like very open. I think my closed off is like, I like to be in the house alone. He, Andy likes to, he'll like, he likes to have people over and be like, yeah. let's have a hang. Whereas I'm like, this is the quiet place. I'm from Pennsylvania. That's what we do. You keep saying everything is because of Pennsylvania. And I you don't just know said I that real- Pennsylvania <laughs> people <Thank> don't <laughs> want intimacy or right. love. You said, <laughs> you, you're you around said, each you other. Said love. People you from said- Pennsylvania can't be loved that's what you said it's, imagine like a group of people with these thick boundaries these borders these bubbles up around a million bubble boys yeah together that's a fantasy right yeah. there by the way that should be a movie hey it's just a town full of bubble bubble people yes. hey Hollywood you listening hey Hollywood <laughs> write it up Hollywood write it but no you want to be around each other but you don't but that's the you physically near but emotionally, but not sharing anything real. <laughs> I get that. Yeah, that, yeah, I, I, yeah. I would like that. I think. But I know what you're saying, also, Naomi. Like, I sometimes I feel like now we moved to <laughs> we moved to Pasadena, which is very hip. Yeah. Um, we moved to Pasadena like a year ago, and it's like very quiet there, and mm. I love it. It's just <laughs> like like I walk the dog at night, and just you don't hear anything. You hear like the weirdo breathing sneaking up behind you to murder you. 
But that's my true terror. That's been my heart because I'm born and raised in New York. So like yeah. I like the bustle and the noise. Well, that you do feel safer. Trouble. Yeah, that's like the school of fish theory mm-hmm. that like if I just stay in this school, no shark can get yes. me. I'm going to stay right in the middle. Yes. Yeah, yeah. I do feel safer too, yeah. But it's like been my adjustment. But I will say, but we were talking about this where I'm like, I feel like LA is suburban, but to me then – if I'm going to do suburbs, I want to do it right. Mm-hmm. Like, give me a Pasadena. Give yeah, me the yeah, tree-lined yeah. leafy street. Right. By yes. the way, like, go all in. One yeah. of the Beastie Boys lives in Pasadena. Who? So it's pretty cool. That is cool. Guess what? I'm going to blow your mind. I live – wait, should I say this? I live on the street of a famous uh, – I don't want people <laughs> to come and murder door. me. Now I'm going to get murdered. Uh, we live. Beatles? We live on the street. Uh, we live on the same street as David Lee Roth from Van Halen, Whoa. who I have never seen. I've never seen him. But when we bought the house, the the real estate broker was like, "By the way, <laughs> uh, David Lee Roth lives right over there." And like, it's the wow. it's the other end of the street, and he lives in a gigantic mansion, and we live in a tiny little like cobbled together house at the at like the poor end of the street. And you know, I can just hear it. The only thing, the only reason I'm sure it's his house because at night I can hear like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and like there's some pyrotechnics every now and then. Every now and then. Yeah. Really you see right. shadow of him like whipping around on a zip line. <laughs> <laughs> he lives the life you think he would live. Yeah, yes. fully. I don't even know that he's there. I did hear that he's not there very often. Someone told me that he – I haven't Googled any of this. Uh, so you people listening get on this. But I think <laughs> he's like done crazy stuff. Like he went to Japan to learn how to be like – a sword fighter, like to study, what? like, you know, like whatever. Then he became an EMT and was just like going on calls, no. like, like, like back huh. here somewhere. Like, like, can you imagine being in a car accident <laughs> Thank you. and then fucking David Lee Roth shows up in like scrubs? <laughs> You'd be like, like, oh, I'm dead. Yeah. You know, <laughs> or this like, is oh, a this... video. Oh, this is a video. Oh yeah. This is the last couple <laughs> seconds <laughs> of my life before it blinks <laughs> out. This yeah. Is what I see. yeah. Well, I mean, this is my, uh, what I've been thinking out here. Is if you achieve your dreams and you still have decades of your life left and you're like, I don't know if I want to play music or whatever it is, what else do you do? You got to thrill yourself by becoming an EMT and stuff like that. Yeah, I agree. I think that is what you do. I want to get to that level. <laughs> Hello? I keep being like, get my ass that. a food truck. When do I get to the level Ooh. of comfort that I can just start like making elephant ears? Wow. You know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. What, what, what's a missing food truck? Like, I guess elephant ears are <laughs> year well, round in non fair settings. Right. Year round. Damn it. Year round, bitch. Damn it. That's what we. You do. got the name already. You better trademark that ASAP. <laughs> this is interesting because now, by the way, put interesting if you if there's someone who is. Uh, I'm gonna strike that. This out. I'll strike that from the record. Who's typing this out? Put that in either quotes or italics because it's not really interesting. But um, my brain moving out here has really screwed me up a little bit um, because I'm meeting people who I've only known primarily through fiction. Yeah. And my brain tends to confuse. Like Michaela yes. was on a couple weeks ago, and I. Only had known her through fiction before that, and she plays a lot of like ice queens. Yeah, and she's is the not that way. Person. Yeah. yeah, she's yeah. such she's a sweetheart, incredibly kind. Yeah, and my there's like this weird tension in my head. It's the same thing with you a little bit because you're not like any of the characters you play. What am I like? Um, what, well, first of all, what kind of characters do you think I play? 
Uh, <laughs> you can say it. <laughs> kind of jerks. Jerks. Like, jerky. I would say, I would say assholes. Would, yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. was like the word I was going to say. Douchebags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's this weird kind of like conflict in my head as all the, as the characters that I know you as yeah. play out against the actual human being you are. <laughs> I, I feel like you're trying to give me a compliment, but I'm not, <laughs> I mean, now I'm just pulling it out of no. you. You, yeah, you're, you seem like a very nice person. Thank you. <laughs> I met you. That's what I was waiting for. I met you like once before this for um, like two minutes. So was I not, nice or was I dick? You were nice. Again, oh, that's this God. thing where it's like, <laughs> thank God. Thank God. Who are the, um, who are the assholes we've met out here? Now? Let's name let's them. Let's name them. Them. Name I love, and shame. By the way, that should be a podcast. Yeah, but I know what you're saying because I've met people out here where you you even see people sometimes and you're like, wait, sometimes it just fries your brain because you don't know. I do the same thing that people do to me. Sometimes people come up to me in like an airport and they're like, hey, what's up, man? Did we go to high school together? <laughs> And, you know, it just takes them a second, uh, you know, and I don't want to be like a dick, like, mm-hmm. oh, no, I'm a comedian. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah. Oh, I'm an actor. <laughs> right. um, perhaps you know me from, right. you know. So I go, oh, you know, I don't think we went to high school. So that happens to me a fair amount. And um, when I first moved out here, this is embarrassing, but when I first moved out here, I was in a restaurant. No big deal. I can afford to go to a restaurant. <laughs> wow, 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 you're thriving. <laughs> but could you get a soda? That's the question. I got a soda. And, uh, and I saw this guy that I thought I knew from high school. So I was going up to him to introduce myself and I got like three feet away and I realized it was just a guy I'd seen in porn, like a, <laughs> like a fair amount. And I was like, oh, no, I do not <laughs> know not. you. And I just like spun around. <laughs> and uh, there was like a brief moment of eye contact where he and then he was like, yeah, yeah. I know he, yes. you did it. Yeah. Everybody does that. You know, like <laughs> everybody, th- you know, but anyway, that was embarrassing. So I don't watch porn anymore. Right. Right. Also, you can't yeah. have those. That set you no, straight. No, no, no. Yep. <laughs> that, that knocked me super back, religious. Back in, I kept in, my in, seed in my body ever since. I got a backlog of seed <laughs> <laughs> because of that night. Most of my organs Sorry, are Naomi. seed. <laughs> you guys, you guys keep me young, honestly. It took, it took three minutes to get into it. <laughs> backlog of seed. But back to emotions. Um, yes. well, no, yeah. I, well, well, no, it's true, though, cause it's, but I, cause I always think it's interesting, the little acting I've done, but how I find it's actually interesting because like, Interesting in quotes or no, interesting? Legit interesting. Oh, we were going to strike it. Legit. Legit. Interesting. We'll I'm allow it. Add it. Please, stenographer. Um, well, that like, it depends. I noticed the difference between the things I will get either cast in or asked to audition for based on I could tell when someone has seen my stand up and mm-hmm. then it's kind of in line with that persona yeah. Yeah, yeah. versus the sense of like a black woman of a certain age. Yeah. And then it'll be very like, kind of like, this ain't what I do. I was yeah. like, kindly teacher. Oh, you don't know my wheelhouse, baby. <laughs> and it'll be like that thing. But it's like. But teacher the, who helps teenagers and like really cares about them. No, no absolutely not. <laughs> you know, but then obviously as that happens, right. It, when you get this opportunity to play any certain part. And if you do it well, then like more of that comes to you. Yes. And so then you're like, okay, well this, I guess will be the thing I do. Hello. That's that's why you think I'm an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it, it is what it is. I think just this job is that, yeah. you know, you, yeah. you get cast as something. And if anyone, if it does well at all, or if it's like a, you know, if you're lucky and people see it, yes. you know, people don't see anything. So yeah. if anyone sees it and it like catches a little bit of momentum, then you're going to get more stuff like that if you're lucky. So, yeah, yeah 
I don't have any shame in like playing yeah. similar part. Yeah. Like I just yeah, don't. Yeah. Like I have a house yes. and I want to put yeah. my child through school. And you like, buy David Lee oh, Roth, man. I mean, you know, I want to live in David Lee Roth's house. <laughs> I want to jump on his trampoline. This went from my passion to a career is when I'm like, yes, I will write literally anything. Yes. There yes. is nothing I won't write. Yeah. Right. I, no. Because it's so much, the worst writing job is a billion times better than the best day job I've ever had. Yes. So, yeah. So what does that mean? So you end up writing like similar things that have had success before or just, or just not saying no to stuff yep. that not saying that, no in the yeah. old days, you'd be like, well, I don't know about that. <laughs> oh, it's going. Oh, it's already. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah I'll yeah. be there now. Yeah. <laughs> getting I like, in my car. I like paychecks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, um, it's tough. I mean, you, uh, you know, I, I've certainly said no. I'm, I'm not trying to act like I just say yes to everything, but like, and also, you don't. <laughs> the business has changed where I don't think you get a lot of like offers anymore. Yeah, like, yeah. Everyone has to audition for everything. You know, like I have a friend that works for like, uh, you know, he's a comedy UCB guy and he works for one of these big production companies. And he told me one time, he's like, dude, sh fucking show up for those auditions. He's like, there's so many people that are like, oh, I'm offer only. <laughs> and, uh, and he's like, but then you just cross those people off the list. Cause it's like, if they're, if the writers are there and the directors are there and the producers are there and like, you don't show up, like you're not going to get it, yeah. you know, and, unless yeah. you're like Brad Pitt or whatever. Right. So I will fucking go out for it. But, um, yeah, but I've turned down some stuff, like some stuff you just can't do. Like, uh, um, I don't know if I've told this story on a podcast or not, but uh, I got offered a um, a part on SVU, okay, which I'm I, should, listening. I should have brought the script with me. Were that you I, Frasier? That, <laughs> I, that, I, that I turned down because it was a rapist oh. and <laughs> I – and it was like – you know, I, I like doing dramatic stuff, you know, some dramatic stuff if it's good, but like, I just couldn't see myself doing this. Mm -hmm. And also the show, the show opened with this, he was a college professor. This, I think it's already aired and I wish I knew who got it and more power to them. They're probably great. But, uh, this was a college professor that gets castrated. And so the cold open of the show is they find this guy in a stairwell with his dick cut off <laughs> and he's bleeding to death. And they're like, oh my God. And you feel so bad for this guy. And yeah. they're like trying to figure it out. Oh no, who did this to this guy? You know, as they put the pieces of the puzzle together, the detectives figure out that like, oh, he was a rapist. And this was his like, you know, someone, his, his attacker got revenge on him or whatever. So then when they cut to the like trial or whatever, there was this whole monologue. I feel, I think I've done it on stage at UCB because <laughs> it's so fucking great, but he's like crying and you're supposed to feel like, I think he thinks you're going to feel bad for him. He's like, every time when I look down at where my penis and testicles used to be, I realize that I will never be able to have children again. <laughs> Your Honor, what has been done to me is a crime. You know, and you're like, I think I f kind of fired my manager because of, because of that, because of that. Like they sent it to me. They're like, hey, congratulations. You got this part. You know, and I was like, are you 
yeah. we need to have a conversation <laughs> about what like, you think yes. I am and what I yeah. want to be and doing. So I, I really like am no longer with them, and that's <laughs> like a small part of it. Oh, it's like also SVU. You're like, babe, you shouldn't have 47 seasons. You know what I mean? They just yeah, start yeah, yeah, making yeah, yeah. it wilder yeah, and wilder. Yeah, it's. Like, I was a little bit bummed at too that that whoever in New York was like, hmm, who would play this <laughs> asshole? How about Rob Hubel? <laughs> Because it heightened, and it went from oh, yeah. jerk to asshole. Yeah, it went from to jerk professor <laughs> to yeah, terrible. Just the third beat of it. Yeah, um, <laughs> just the, the end of the Herald. Uh, wait, I want to ask. Go back to the emotional thing for yes. one second, because I am curious. When did you did you soften? Was there a point where you softened? Your heart opened up a little bit. Ooh, yeah. I mean, you know, I think that. Um, that is a constant uh, evolution. I don't know that I'm like, mm, my heart is open today, you know, <laughs> but like depending on what's going on in your in your life, I feel like, you know, there are big events that um, have – and also now I feel like I'm, I'm older now. I'm like – 40 years older than you guys. And like it, <laughs> and that, that does change, you know, you do start to like, be like, Whoa, I got to fucking feel some shit, you know, <laughs> quit, oh, yeah. quit dicking around so much. But, um, but yeah, like getting married, like I got married five years ago. So that was a huge thing that like really does shift your whole, you know, it yeah. shifts your whole world. Yeah. Having a kid obviously like rocked my whole world. Were you into having, were you like, I want to be a dad? Was that something you had already always had on your list or was it in the process of being a person? Uh, I think I always wanted to okay. do that. Yeah. I've always liked little kids okay. and um, I had a bunch of, um, I have a niece and a couple nephews and like, I like other people's kids mm-hmm. and um so I was like a camp counselor and um, <laughs> before they all drown. And then, no. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so I think I've always liked okay. kids and and um, and being around them and stuff. So I was I was hoping that that would work out. Mm-hmm. You know, I was more worried about like, can I be in like a long term relationship with okay. someone, you know? Yeah. But um, but I fucking nailed that, guys. I'm coming up on five coming years. Coming up on No five. one has been married longer <laughs> than me. Was it all short-termies before that? Um, not, sh- not, not like, short-termies. Not like super short. I was like uh, the kind of person that would like go out with someone for like two years. Okay. And then I'd be like, well, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know, like thinking that. And then eventually I think I would realize like I don't know if this is the person, you know, it's like, I would be in love, but, or think that I was in love, but like, not sure that it would, if that was like the person, you know? Mm-hmm. Did and you then have... when I met my wife. Yes, you know, please tell me, tell me is there's a, there, cause I will say this, you know, we've been together over two terms. The, I, I also want to say this podcast is very hard for me to do. <laughs> it, it is. Oh, no. it is re- this is really hard. It's okay. We're ta- just... I, I just don't normally talk. I mean, this is what you guys do, but like, I just normally don't talk that much about like what I'm feeling. Like, I need to do some therapy, I think. And I've done. I, I, That's I, what this podcast. And does. I will say, we have done some couples therapy, and it is the fucking great. It's, the best. it's amazing. Yeah, it's we so haven't good. we haven't been in a while, but yeah, I'm a big proponent of that. But this, it's still this is still hard. <laughs> Well, um, I just wanted to go inward a bit because we are going to start answering people's questions. Yeah. And I like to know where you're coming Please, from. You know what yeah. I mean? When we start to get in there and start telling other people what to do with their lives. Yes. Which is my favorite. Oh, God. Do people think that we know what we're talking about? No. no. I <laughs> no. think they just want a sympathetic ear uh, and, and someone to give them some kind of signpost. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be 
Uh, doesn't have to be like our couple therapist, James McGovern. Ugh. Shout uh, out to James. <laughs> we Skype with his ass because he's you're still gonna in New York. Na- you're going to name him? He's great. And we get him feel, some more clients. We feel like uh, we are indebted to him. And so if we can get him more clients. Can I, can I, I don't know what our time frame is, but can I ask a little bit about your couple's therapy? Do, do you ever feel in your therapy sessions uh, like, oh, yeah, I'm winning? Um, he's on my he's Ooh. on my side today. There are... Oh yeah, he he bought that. Yeah. Oh yeah, now he's gonna give it to her. Yeah, give it to her. <laughs> give it to her, James. Like I've had that before. Yeah. Where, where I'm like, yes, yes, woman. Like ours is a, is a woman, and I'll be like, yes, tell tell her what I'm what I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, fully. Fully. Yeah. I mean, he does it in a. He's very diplomatic about yes, it, but you can tell when he like he'll literally be he'll be like, okay, so. What Naomi is saying, Andy, if mm. I may, he'll like, yes. like, you know, and I'll be like, you may. Yeah. You know, and he's like, she's saying there's some fear there. And I was like, thank you for getting it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's yeah, like yeah. that feeling where I'm like, he totally hears how has he managed to take all this verbal vomit and yeah. like find what makes sense. Without I'm like, yeah. sure. And I don't want to diminish what they're doing, but I feel like. They probably also just said that to the people in the last session too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I think he probably has a little cheat sheet of like, hmm. It sounds like there's some trust issues here. Maybe you need our guy because I feel like he translates white comedy nerd into dynamic black woman. Wow, in a very good way. That's great. I am also in a mixed relationship. My, well, my hello. Wife, hello. By the way, we are the only two couples in LA that are mixed, you guys. <laughs> yeah, my wife is half Japanese, so mm. I'm in, you know, I'm in half of a mixed relationship. It's a fully You're mixed relationship. Three yeah. quarters. I'm th- a non-mixed relationship. <laughs> That's right. What? That's right. Rude. You're both rude. <laughs> but Did- it is like it does feel so good. I had a weird thing where um when our daughter was born, we were at the hospital. Uh, There's a whole long story, but our daughter was like super preemie, like Ooh. tiny, tiny, like as big as this glass of water. And so we were at the hospital forever. And uh, one time I went to the hospital to, um, you know, to high five her. No, I, you don't high five a preemie. And, um, and this woman was sitting there in the lobby and she was like, hello. And I'm terrible with names and like mm-hmm. how I know people, as we discussed. <laughs> and I was like, "Who is this woman? Who is this woman?" And she wouldn't say she how wouldn't I give knew it to her. You. She and give it, it was you. our fucking couples therapist. It, but it took me like <laughs> a solid minute of small talk, like, "Hey, how are you?" <laughs> She's like, "I'm great." And I'm like, "What are you doing at the hospital?" Well, my daughter just had a baby. Blah blah blah. And I'm like, "Great." What is your daughter's last name? <laughs> you know, like just fishing. Yeah, yeah. And uh, finally, I was like, "Oh, this is our couples therapist." You know what I do? I clean people's driver's licenses for them. You want to hand me yours? I'll shine yeah. it right up. Yeah. I play a fun game called "Let's Rhyme Your First Name." What rhymes with your first name? Yeah, it's. But anyway, is it because you live? I live in my head a lot. I've noticed mm-hmm. this about a lot of comedy people. Uh, they live in their heads. And so like as the world goes past them, they don't absorb it. And I, I'm definitely like that. Ye, is, that is that why I'm bad with names? Yeah. Well, I'm asking. Um, I don't think that's it. I think uh, I have a very simple theory because when I'm introduced to someone, I am thinking more about how I say my name. Yep. And because mm. and, a lot of times when I say 
Rob Hubel. It comes out Rob Pubel. And so, but that's just a dumb, so in my head, I get tripped up like, oh, don't fuck up your own name. Like, you know how to say your name. So I'm sometimes I'll think about that or just like, you know, some dumb thing. So I just often don't catch someone's first name. Yeah. And then I, I wish that everyone wore name tags. It yeah. would be great. I wish people reintroduced. I'm a reintroducer. Oh, me too. I will do that. And then you got to do people... that at a party for each other too. I tell my wife. Yes, it's like, always like, can you please like, like get the name? I'm like, I, I'm gonna. Mm-hmm. If it, I haven't said their name in ten seconds, I don't know it. I don't know. So introduce yourself. Yeah. <laughs> so my wife will like fuck with me and just be like, hey, and like not do that. You know? This is my husband Ra. Ra yeah. Pubel. <laughs> this is Ra Pubel. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I feel like I feel closer to you. I feel like I'm like getting Man. you, and now I feel like I'm ready to hear your thoughts on these people's problems. Okay, okay? great. Yeah. We're gonna take a quick break, and then we're gonna be back with raw pupil. Raw pupil. To get into it. <laughs> hey, everyone! It is Naomi, and I wanted to talk about something very important to me: birth control. Did you know over 19 million women in America lack adequate access to birth control? And there are times in my life when I have been one of those women. Hashtag freelance life. Simple Health is a new company that's trying to change all that by offering convenient, affordable birth control. It's really simple, okay? If you want to try Simple Health, fill out an online profile, and a licensed doctor will review your info and write you a prescription for the right birth control for you. Whether it's a pill, a patch, or a ring, because sometimes you want to put a ring on it. Then the birth control will ship to you for free. And you can set up a schedule so you never have to miss a pill again. Y'all, this is the story of my life. I'm always realizing like two days before, I'm like, I need new pills. And then, of course, two days is never enough time. When do I get to the pharmacy? Will they mail it to me? It's like a whole production. And with Simple Health, you don't have to worry about that. And the best thing is you can use insurance. And for most insurance, birth control is free. And even if you don't have insurance, pills start at $15 a month. And listeners to Couples Therapy can try Simple Health for free by going to simplehealth.com slash therapy or entering code therapy at checkout. Again, you can try Simple Health for free with my code by going to simplehealth.com slash therapy or entering code therapy at checkout. Now, even though Simple Health is not a replacement for routine checkups with a doctor, Simple Health gives you access to licensed doctors who can prescribe over 100 trusted brands of birth control. So you know what? You can skip the waiting room, skip the pharmacy lines, and live in a judgment-free zone with Simple Health. Give it a try, boo-boo! And we're back! That was the quickest. questions. (laughs) Questions you ask, questions we answer. With an empathetic ear and a what uh, uh, full-throated mm. roar okay. of wow. kindness. Okay. okay. Wow. Full-throated roar of kindness. All right. This first one, uh, we get voicemails. We get DMs on all of our social media channels. Ugh, I just wanted to put a gun <laughs> in my mouth the minute I said the phrase social media channel. It's okay. And it's pull the trigger as many times as needed. Uh, <laughs> but here, this first one is a voicemail that we got at our... Phone number. Hey, Andy and Naomi. This is Keely from Nashville. I love the podcast so much. I really, 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 really want you guys to come to Nashville. <laughs> it is wearisome, but it will draw a crowd. I'm sure. <laughs> you are so delightful. Here's my advice question. <laughs> so I have a work friend who is so precious and dear to me. Basically, like a part of my family. Love him. But he gets in trouble at work because he does dumb crap that he shouldn't be doing. And I'm also friends with my boss. And so then my friend complains to me because the boss cracks down on him because 
he's not doing his stuff. And then it's just like, it's just hard to listen and be like, I just want to be like, shit or get off the pot. Do your work or shut up complaining about getting in trouble for not doing your work. So I'm just curious about your thoughts. Um, yay, come to Nashville. Love the show. Bye. Okay. Okay. Cute. Oh, that's a work question, yeah. first of all. Curveball. But it's a friendship <laughs> question. It is a friendship question. I assume it's the same sex. Uh, I couldn't tell. I wish I, I knew Keely the gender. Said he is always acting I don't know. stupid. Did I? Did, it seems, I know. to, to be honest, well, gendered in my mind. I always screwed around at work. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I fucked around a lot at work. Like, I just, you know, and I had like a fair amount of office jobs. And when I was first getting going in New York, I would leave. I, w- I started out doing a lot of commercials and stuff. So I would just fucking leave my dumb <laughs> jobs and just go to commercial auditions. Yeah. yeah. Just and leave. I, pre- I, I, I had leave. a lot of doctor's appointments. Oh, <laughs> I had a really cool boss at this one place where I worked. I worked at like this cable channel in New York that was like a regional cable. So it was just like New York, New Jersey. It was called the Metro Channel. It was like New York, New Jersey, Connecticut or whatever. Mm, Tri-state area. I don't know who else. Someone bought it, I'm sure. But um, my boss was this really nice guy and he was so cool and he just thought everything I did was like great. He was like, oh, that's great, you know. But then there was this um, woman in my office who was also trying to like do acting stuff and she would just fucking bust me. Like I would go. So so I had the green light from my boss Mm -hmm. to like go on auditions or do it. But, you know, I would go and then I'd go get lunch and come back like (laughs) two hours later. And, uh, but I'd always get my stuff done. Like I was producing on this show, like writing and producing on this, like very simple, like very basic show. It was not hard, but I would come back and there'd be like, you know, a note on my desk, like, please see human resources. And I'd be like, what? Oh, and go, they'd be like, hello, Robert. Um, <laughs> I'm Glenn from human resources. Barbara tells us that you, you know, and Are we added her. <laughs> <laughs> her name was not Barbara, but, um, but yeah, I, so I just didn't care. Like yeah. I'd be like, you know, I just would, I would kind of dare them to fire. I'd be like, oh yeah, I had a commercial audition. And so you might see me <laughs> in a Pizza Hut commercial in a couple months. You may not, but I might be. And uh, but yeah, I used to get in trouble a lot, just yeah. dicking around. Yeah. Do you like breadsticks? Well, I've got the kind of breadsticks for you. <laughs> How Pizza would you like breadsticks? Unlimited soup, salad, and breadsticks. I'm talking about the Olive Garden, Glenn. <laughs> Keely, I really feel like you like you got to tell this friend of yours to leave you alone about it. Well, don't you think like it's kind of like if you want to act wild and then be like, why did I get in trouble? But because like, she was acting wild. This is not a conversation we should be having. Like it's yeah. very one to one. It does not require a lot to unpack. Right. It for, like, sounds. A do you have those friends who like they screw around and then they get ang- like they screw around in school and then they get angry at the teacher? Like if I, I screwed around in school a lot. I screwed around at work a lot. But if I got in <laughs> trouble for it, I'm like, oh, that's on me. Yeah, I, yeah. I worked at NYU for a year and a half or so. Name drop. And <laughs> I, don't wanna, I was a executive assistant. Whoa. <laughs> in the development department. Wow. Development so what you're telling is, me is you were a development executive? Uh, for- not the same as out here in Hollywood. <laughs> it is fundraising. But I also was going – I went to a lot of quote-unquote doctor's appointments for yeah. auditions. And just like a lot of like I was – I'd want to do comedy. I was doing that mostly yeah. and I was do I got the work done. But when I wasn't doing the work, I once got called in and her assistant kind of like dressed me down. Yeah. And then I went into the where the uh, 
elevators were and cried. Wow. <laughs> and I'm a like, grown yep. man? Yeah. Uh, were you a grown man at the time? <laughs> what do you call me now? <laughs> yeah, you're a fully grown man. Yeah. Well, I mean, are you going to grow anymore? Uh, no. Emotionally? No, no physically. <laughs> oh, no, it's all shrinking from here. <laughs> it's withering. Yeah. Yeah, yeah honey, I shrunk it the kids. Cells dying. Uh, yes. So you cried. So and, I cried. And I'm just, you and I'm like, straightened the, up. It was the, yes, it was the tears of someone who knew that they fucked up. I fucked up. Yeah. Um, but there's the people, uh, and these are the ones that really burn my bottom. The ones who easy on the language, <laughs> who fuck around and then get angry that yeah. they get in trouble. It's like yeah. eh, just own it, All right? So I would say to Keely, I mean, if she re- she could kind of be the go between a little bit if she wanted to be like extra cool. She could go talk to the boss and be like, "Hey, why don't you take it easy on Steve? <laughs> Steve's a cool guy, you know." But it's not really. Uh, on her to do that just if she wanted to be super cool if it's like steve's birthday or something <laughs> but yeah in general yeah steve that's not your real name right. it's probably dolores <laughs> steve, steve or dolores, dolores. Steve or dolores. i don't i didn't catch the gender of this yeah. person but uh yeah i think you gotta say like yeah. be a grown-up like, yeah exactly why are you putting me in the middle of this? yeah it's like i don't want to hear this it's like literally I, I just imagine keely's in the middle of like you know like I don't know, quarterly reports. And she's at a desk Ooh, and she's like, that's a business term. A brang, brang, brang. And Have then you ever like, worked in an office? <laughs> so many, you know that. You were just miming typing and it's the worst job. <laughs> it was a hunt and peck, mm. but I wasn't even hunting. So just pecking. And then this person comes in and she's all like, can you believe Dolores Claiborne over here? And then, <laughs> I was never good at improv. Okay, like ever. <laughs> and so this is like a prime example. But my point being, I feel like this person is like kind of a hot mess, and then we'll just sort of breeze into into Keeley's office and be all like complaining about this stuff. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, yeah. Well, you seem to be making poor choices. Well, I mean, I, I but let me throw this out to the group. How will she uh, word that to to Steve slash yeah. Dolores? You know, Steve yes. comes in like, okay, let's say it's Monday morning, and. <sighs> Oh, hey, come on in. Oh, hey, Steve. How was your weekend? No, it's fine. Can you fucking believe this shit, man? Our boss is coming down on me, man. Because I didn't, I wasn't here on Thursday and I didn't get my work done on Friday. I left all these cans of piss around. Yeah, I got jars of my own piss everywhere. I've been smoking. Story. What's wrong with that? I've been smoking cigarettes at my cube. This is bullshit, man. Like, what is she going to say to Steve? How do you push him back a little? Steve, if you really don't like it, meaning you don't like doing the work and you don't like getting in trouble, like, do you want me to help you find another job? Is oh. there someplace else you'd rather be? Like, we can look into something better for you. Because again, she did say this is this is our dear friend. So it's like she dear said, friend. Dear work yeah. friend. Dear she said friend. work friend too. But he was, like, he was like dear to his her heart. So she like, also may have gotten him the job. Wow. Oh, okay, now that's, that's an another. Extra, that's, that's an extra. extra she would have mentioned that. Yeah, she would have because it yeah. would have definitely been like Steve. How dare you embarrass me? To me, you know? this is this is like uh, an analogy to if someone is bad mouthing your significant other in Ooh. some way. Yeah, right. Maybe. Yeah. Go on. I'm or a good friend. We we don't Tell even me, have yeah. to have that kind yeah, of like uh-huh. emotional attachment. But like you have two friends and they are not getting along, and you're the middle person yeah. between yeah. them. Yeah. And how do you get out of? Well, to this me, is that's ex- the, this how is how exactly you, yeah. that. <laughs> <laughs> Your analogy uh, is exactly <laughs> what the caller says. Yes, and that. that I mean, my question about <laughs> this one-to-one <laughs> analogy. My exactly. question about this dynamic is: uh, Does it reflect poorly on Keely? Yeah. When this guy is fucking up or girl, uh, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah, is yeah. the boss like, hey, man, I know you guys are friends, but I got to tell you, 
fucking Steve is really dragging me down, you know? So it could be kind of reflecting poorly on her. But yeah, I think in general, I think we're all saying the same thing that like, she just needs to say, look, dude, I don't want to be in the middle of this. If you're not psyched about this work, like I'd be happy to help you find, you know, look around. Yeah, but and like write I, the fake but, recommendation. But like that I you're can't, not I can't one. take heat for you, and I don't. I like it here, so I don't want to fuck myself here. So you know, we're great friends, and I'm just telling you as a friend, like I don't want this to like rub off on me. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, I got another analogy. And then you poison him. (laughs) Slowly, slowly, like you put, you know, antifreeze in his Starbucks. But just a little uh, trace trace amounts. Trace amounts. And then you slowly increase it. Yeah. 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 And then you put the boss's fingerprints on a bottle of antifreeze. Oh, wow, 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 wow. Okay, it sounds like SVU up in here. Okay, it sounds like a new SVU. Andy, I'm ready for another question. Oh. (laughs) All right. This is a. We've had this one. I uh, I meant to do this last time, but uh, we didn't get to it. So this person wrote us, and uh, they want to be anonymous, but they asked that we come up with a name for them. So I just wrote Gladys Glam Queen. If you okay. guys want to come up with a name, Gladys Glam Queen, Glam Queen, Glam Queen, Glam Queen. Okay, Gladys <laughs> Glam Queen. Very specific nickname. <laughs> but feel free to come up with your own name, Naomi and Rob. Hi, Naomi and Andy. Thanks for being delightful. I have oh. a question for you. My friend is loving and caring, but she is a bossy woman with needs for control and an inability to read the room for social cues. (laughs) We went on vacation for our birthdays, which are one day apart, and she took over completely doing only the things she wanted. It's hard for me to speak up for myself if I think there will be a confrontation, but girl, I'm in therapy, so I do. (laughs) But she will just go behind my back and change plans. Oh, God. My counselor and I are in agreement that I need to talk to her about it because our friendship is important, but I'm too nervous. Is there... Even advice here, uh, and it ends with "I'm tired now." <laughs> uh, Me too. Me too, oh, Gladys Clamp Queen. Well, that seems uh, not too complicated, right? I mean, if her therapist is telling her, what are we going to buck her therapist <laughs> notions? But is there? Yeah, is there a, a way? It's a bummer this? of a problem. Though. Yeah, it is a bummer. Like when people are not sensitive to what's happening and. Have you ever had like a bossy friend or a person like an overbearing that kind of personality where you're like, all right, if I'm rolling with them, it's going to be about them. I think I wouldn't be friends with that person for very long. Mm -hmm. Like um, I can say that all of my friends are people that I'm actually like I'm psyched to be friends with. Wow. Healthy relationship. Is that unusual? (laughs) Like aren't aren't friendships self-selecting? You know what I mean? Like who's telling her to be friends with this? I mean. Yeah. I think there are a lot of people who no, this may not be Gladys, but I'm just saying there are a lot of people who are just like have friendships of convenience. Sure. Or friendships of it's like weird nostalgic connection. friendships. Uh-huh. Like I think like or zo- I call them zombie friendships. <laughs> You've been friends you're friends with this person in high school. Right. And you just kind of continued even though you don't have anything. You've got grown apart, but wow. you just like go to their house every week and play Call of Duty or whatever still anyway. <laughs> this is, sounds very specific <laughs> to your life. Oh, no, I picked so many things that have nothing to do with my life so that uh, – No one would be like, am I your zombie friend? Is this why I I down? Yeah, wow. I, th- that's a whole – that's amazing. <laughs> that's a that's an incredible term and uh, something I hadn't thought of because I don't think I have that. I'm trying to think like – just feel like my friendships are more like, oh, that's why I'm friends with you because you're funny and someone that I enjoy spending time with. Like if someone's a huge 
bummer or uh, <laughs> or or just or just like controlling everything yeah. and making me feel bad about myself and I don't know that I would be hanging out with them but um yeah but I think but if, what do you say to this person I know I think it's I feel like it is just like a conversation because my theory is like you should give everybody one good combo, like one try, right? Mm-hmm. If you, because we, everyone, we all come from these different backgrounds. We have different ways. Some people don't have self awareness or don't realize what they're doing is coming off as controlling or something. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna get you have one good combo where you're like, hey, this is how you're making me feel. Yeah, and then you see if it changes. Good, if the person kind of gets it, good and then advice. if they don't, then you're like, all right, well, I've done my part, right? Like I just don't think you keep going to someone trying to change them, and yeah, I think you try one time. It's like we all grown. I like the way you <laughs> worded that too, though. Like, hey, this is how when you do this, this is how it makes me feel. Yeah, like, that's a perfectly appropriate thing to say to somebody. And if your friend isn't picking up on that, you gotta start to question. Yeah, stuff. You got extra. Any- you gotta get rid of it signs though what because like my tendency is if someone criticizes me i dig in my heels as a full-grown adult <clears throat> who's shrinking i have started to realize that that my first impulse is bad and maybe <laughs> like let it go in your head mm-hmm. don't say it out loud and then hold for a moment and be like oh no wait they're right uh usually <laughs> this is coming from naomi <laughs> uh and our therapist but um <laughs> Are there any signs that this per if you have that conversation with with someone, if they show any kind of like oh I didn't e- even if it, even if they're like digging their heels I'm trying to like preserve because I'm like uh, putting myself in the place of this bossy person yeah and I'm like oh the first instinct might be to like dig in your heels and be like fuck off <laughs> get real succession on them yeah. and. I wonder if there. I don't. I, I don't want to ruin this friendship. I don't want. I don't want someone to take our advice and ruin this friendship. Too yeah, sweet. yeah, yeah. So yeah. I'm like, is there a sign? Could you see a sign from someone well, where not- they where they might even if they dig in their heels, you might be like, oh well, maybe they're listening. Well, you leave it. I think you leave it for 24 hours. Meaning you can. I think everybody has an initial reaction to anything in any given moment where it's like either like fuck you, and then maybe it's like and then you have some time to think. You take a little walk or whatever, and then you go, oh, you know what? Maybe it was right. Cause you know, well also people like her friend that she's describing that are like super controlling. I don't think that they are doing that to annoy people. They're doing, they think that they're helping. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, she, like her friend probably thinks like, Oh, well I just thought it was easier because you don't make those decisions or you seem to be indecisive a little bit. And so I'm just like, I'm, it's more efficient for mm-hmm. me to do this. If you yeah. don't want me yeah. to do that, you know, like, I don't know. I'm trying to think like I, I know some people that are like that in my life that like try to micromanage everything and it does drive me crazy. Mm-hmm. But they think that they are that's like, oh well, I was trying to help you, you mm-hmm. know. So I don't know that her friend is doing that to be malicious. Although here's the wor- the worrying part to me was uh Gladys did say something and then uh her friend her auto friend her friend went- corrected her email. <laughs> 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 Uh, but she will just go behind my back and change plans. Oh, okay, yeah. That was the part where I'm just like, I'm like, here's the other thing. I think we say this on the show a fair amount, but uh, sometimes your French, there's there's a reason to end a French. Sometimes friendships just end. A reason or a season, baby girl. Yeah. (laughs) It can't all be forever. Yes. Right. uh, End end ship season. Yeah. Um, yeah. God, these are great movie ideas, you guys. Bubble Town, <laughs> Bubble Town, and End Ship Season. Fuck. 
It's it's like the purge, but for ending friendships. Yes, it's like a, a I'm sold. Season. Yes, I bought it. Yes. Oh my god, this is amazing. I'm oh. in development, and I just bought it. <laughs> the uh, UTA. Are you listening? Get us a meeting. Yeah. The 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 core of this though that we haven't really talked about is how do you get better at conflict? How do you yeah. how, how do you Ooh. how do you uh, manage that better? How do you sort of step up and and embrace that without becoming like whatever you know like. I don't know. I feel like for women, that's sometimes harder because people think, oh, she's a bitch or whatever. It's like she's being assertive. Like she's telling you exactly what yeah. she wants. But like, you know, if a man does it, it's a different thing. But anyway. Do you have a problem you, with with voicing your own what, – what you want? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't think so. Let me think about that. No. I mean maybe in like dumb, like professional – like I'm trying to think of like um, – you know, bullshit Hollywood shit, you know, like, I mean, like with agents or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, you tend to kind of acquiesce a little bit in I mean, like, oh, well, I hope that it, um, you're happy with what I did, you yeah. know. <laughs> so that may be a little um, less assertive than, but I think even I've shifted over the year. Like at the beginning, you know, I just thought like, oh, I'm so lucky to mm-hmm. have an agent or a manager mm-hmm. and then after a while you realize like first of all they don't do anything correct. second of all ah, correct second of all i'm just fucking paying a tax thank you i'm just paying a they're they're just yeah, taking yeah. there's a whole other podcast I, but anyway that i would like to speak to yes. every day uh, <laughs> hey have that's a relationship on. yeah it is a relationship. Your relationship between your manager and your agent oh, your uh your relationship. lawyer or whatever else you have anything for other people your cable company your you yeah. know it's all all of this is the same like any sort of trans transactional relationship is something when you're checking into a hotel, like all of these things are just things that you can manage and, and be more assertive. But so I'm trying to think of, of, of what to tell this person as far as like being maybe not confrontational, but just like standing up for yourself. You know, I, I don't know if there are any tips or anything. I think you just have to be really aware of that. that like when your friend does that say, oh no, I had already planned on us to go here. We were going to go to this restaurant or no, we were going to go to this bar or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then stick to it. And then stick to it. Even yeah. I, cause I can even feel it in my body now whenever I have a confrontation with someone mm-hmm. and I, it's, it, there's like a charge and there's like a shame, it's shame mixed <laughs> with, what is that other feeling? Like, uh, energi- it Diarrhea. energizes you sometimes. Like Diarrhea. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm Jewish, so it's, that's just a constant. <laughs> but there's also, there's so little real conflict face to face, you know, where you, like most of this is going to happen over a text. I feel like mm-hmm. in, in the real world, you know, like she, her friend's going to be like, Oh, well, I didn't know that we were actually, we had, I'm, I'm assuming these are dinner plans. <laughs> these may not be dinner. You know, it could be, they went on a vacation. Yeah, she said, yeah, yeah. And, um, but you know, so maybe it is face to face if they're vacationing together, but um, I don't know. So I, th- I just think you have to be really aware of it and just yeah. just take baby steps and just like little by little, you'll get more comfortable just saying like, here's something that I love doing is saying throwing something out and then not um, not back not saying anything after that. You know what I mean? Like just letting silence mm-hmm. be a powerful thing. Like yeah. just like. Okay, I'm trying to think of a good example, but like, uh, oh no, like uh, we're going to go to this place for dinner. And just like I, not, you know what I mean? Like, like literally stressed out. Hey, do you know I, what I mean? Like you got silent and I was like, what's <laughs> happening? But what I do mean, we do? But, but, but just, I think you just have to like get comfortable doing that. Like just, yeah. just Rob, make it I awkward to to night for market. people. I you thought we were gonna, I thought we were going to go to Night Market. Okay, yeah, we'll go to Night Market. <laughs> 
You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Like, like you don't, you wouldn't say like, by the way, Night Market is a, a restaurant that we know <laughs> because we live here in LA. But like, uh, you know, you wouldn't say like, I thought we were going to go to Night Market. But if we don't, if you don't want to go, we don't have to go there. You know, we could always yeah. go to wherever you wanted to go. I was just, I was kind of thinking about Thai food, but, uh, but, but, but whatever you wanted, you know, like that's what yes. she shouldn't do. You right. Know? But right, silence right. is powerful. Just fucking yeah. say it and then let it hang there. Yeah. Stand by it. Yeah. Oh no, we're going to Night Market. Yes, we are. Let's do it. Immediately. Oh, the power of silence. I'm definitely one of those. I'm definitely like a, but whatever you want to do, no yes. worries. Whatever you feel, I yeah. mean, I'm here, but I am hungry for a very specific thing. Right. Oh, yes. Like when I will like literally do Except the circles of that. Talk your way out of it. So, yeah. so I mean, that, that may be even something to build up to, but I would just tell this person, what Gladys, was her name? Gladys. Queen. That, yeah, you just do little by little, like just do little, tiny little um, assertiveness things. And then you'll feel like it's so empowering. Like, like you'll do one, you'll be like, Ooh, that worked. Yeah. 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 Oh fuck. I stood my ground and she fucking went along with me. And like, we went to that place and it was fun and mm -hmm. it wasn't terrible. And like now I'm, I'm feeling powerful. Mm -hmm. So I think it's just like little small steps. Yeah. yeah. I think that's right. Okay. Why don't we uh, take a quick break and come back with one more question. And we are back. We are here with Rob Hubel, who is here to teach us how to stand our ground Ooh. safely, effectively, emotionally. By the way, do you want to, do you, do you want to use let's that not, phrase? Let's not give <laughs> oh, the sorry. state of Florida a plug for their gun laws. We'll change that term to something Stand else. on our own two feet. Yeah. Step yes. into our power. Ooh, yes. step into your power. There it is. That should have been a song in the Transformers movie. That's from a David the... Lee Roth song. Step into your power. <laughs> yeah, like... Optimus Prime is fighting Megatron, and you hear David Lear off in the back <laughs> doing that. Okay, this is another voicemail. Hi, Andy and Naomi. Um, I really love your podcast, and uh, my boyfriend and I have been to your live show, and we love it. Uh, you guys are super relatable and cute, and I think Aww. I relate more to Andy, and my boyfriend relates more to Naomi. But anyway, uh, my question for you guys is about vaping. Uh, so I live with my boyfriend, and uh, he likes to lie in bed and vape. And I've already talked to him about it, but I just would prefer if he vapes outside. Um, and I was wondering what you guys think about this. Um, is there a compromise that we can come to, or um, is there a better way for me to talk about this with him to understand it more from his side? Because in my mind, I just really want him to do it outside. But anyway, let me know what you guys think. Thanks. Bye. I'm furious. <laughs> I'm furious that someone has to even ask yeah. like that is to me, come on. Now, as a teetotaler. Why would I go outside to vape? I'm going to vape in bed <laughs> when I'm comfortable. <laughs> what, what comes out when you vape? Does the smoke and stuff come out? Is it yes. Like, yes. Is it, yes. Yes. It has like, smell. It has smoking smell. a robot penis. What is the. It, it is less of a. Th than actual. It doesn't linger the way smoke lingers. It, it, but it is a thing that you would. And also I'm talking about weed vaping. So I don't know what actual her boyfriend may have like one of those cartridges that yeah. blows at like a big uh, handheld, like uh, it looks like a hand grenade, you know, uh, that blows out like a ton of smoke. You know, some people are into that. So I don't know what that is, but like weed vaping from what I'm told, uh, <laughs> it only hangs around for like a, a few seconds or something like that. And then it kind of like you can vape, you, you know, you can vape in like 
You can sneak a weed vape in a, like a restaurant, you know? Oh. In like, yeah. In a yeah, state so, where here so, it's legal, so we don't worry about that. But in other states, you could like easily vape in a restaurant. But they do have they do have a smell to them. And it's different. Obviously, I'm coming at this. She didn't mention this. But like I have asthma. And so I'm very sensitive to like smokes and stuff. Sure, so when I yes, have it around, like, yes. I can smell it and it can kind of, it will stay with me. I'm like, oh, they doing that in here. So I would feel that. I mean, she's not saying she has that problem. But again, if it's like, if you land in bed doing it, it's like, yeah, you could if you do it every night or all the time, like the bedroom's gonna smell. Like oh, you're gonna yes. get that go over outside. time. Yeah. Go outside. It's not <laughs> that hard to go outside. Yeah, that's it's a little crazy to me that someone would like dig in their heels that deep about I'm trying oh. to think of like minor things. I feel about, bad like, for you, you Naomi, because this guy identifies more with you. He's a fan he, of this is yours. What he's saying, and I would yeah. never and I would never in a million years vape. So you no. gotta Tell lay him. it on him. Tell him I said, take that vape outside. That's What's easy. something that you do that I that I've asked you to? Oh, uh, here do? we go. <laughs> I, this is why I came to the show. I'm trying to think because <laughs> all I can think of is like from my like I a friend lent me a uh, a Nintendo Switch oh, and the worst. Got, Who would do that? <laughs> I was playing it. I was, we were sitting on the couch. I was playing next to you, and you needed me to do something, and I, I was so in it. I asked Andy the simplest fucking question. He's playing Nintendo Switch and he's like, what is it? Like he was like so stressed out and like snapping. I was in the middle of a boss, a boss battle. Your impression of Andy is spot on. <laughs> what is it? It was just, that's how, that's that's how, how you like sound, I'm in a, bro. Like, a that's hardcore band. Sound, that's it. Yeah. And I was like, okay, I don't know what this energy is about, but I'm gonna go over here. And it was like that. It, was, it was off like, putting. And so yeah. I stopped. I'm like, oh, I'm not going to play this around Naomi. I'll save it when Naomi goes to bed. That's when Andy <laughs> pulls a, out his I'm Nintendo vape Switch. Vape and switch. Vape, vape and switch. switch. Oh, it doubles as a vape. So <laughs> you play, and then you get to a certain level, and it unlocks flavors. <laughs> but to me, that was like so easy. I'm just like, okay, so I don't do this. But what does she do? That I know. That's what I'm trying to think. I mean, you usually tell me to not be a mess. But I don't know. But you still do. listen. <laughs> but it's not to me that that's not that's not so bad. I just like I like just hang leave, clothes near yeah. stuff and I just yeah. throw my, it on your wife, side of the dresser. So yeah. that's not a big deal to me. My but wife like, is like, you know what I do? This is terrible. This is so <laughs> passive aggressive. With my with my wife in the room, like she'll do this thing where we'll come back from a trip and they'll be she'll just leave her suitcase like open and like just kind of leave it there for a while. And I'm so with like, her. so like after a few days, I'm like. Uh, if, if she's in the room, I'll like take a picture of it and text it to her. <laughs> She'll be like on her phone to get a text of the picture of the suitcase. Why don't you just so, like fold it up and just put it on her side of the room? So passive. Because it's, we don't really have side. I mean, it's like. Yeah. yeah. Whatever it's just hurt. sort of in the middle. <laughs> Andy side of, uh, yeah, he's like very much like, this goes on your side and will literally just like bring me a pile of items. Yeah. And then just put them over. Like, because the way like, well, they're the going to our... stay on that, in that pile. You yeah. haven't changed anything, but you've just, I'm like, the bedroom will continue. The way our bedroom is, her side of the bed also happens to be where her side of the dressers are. So yeah. there is, I'm like, that's your side of the room. <laughs> right. And then this other part is my side of that's the room. That's actually what our therapist, because this came up in our therapy, not the suitcase specifically, mm. but, but somehow we were talking about like being messy and stuff. And our therapist was like, well, I will say, you know, she needs a place to be messy. Like she has mm-hmm. to have like her, but so that will be like her space, yeah. you know, and then you, you can't, Tell her shit, you know, like yeah. that's going to be. And so that's when we stopped going to that therapist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look, um, Naomi's desk in the office. I don't 
touch anything on there. It's filthy. It's uh, well, filthy is a strong. It's, yeah, it's not filthy. It still cluttered. has the boxes from when we moved in April. Yeah, my office box of items is yeah. just on top of the desk, mm-hmm. and I'm and, like, okay, yeah. we'll get to it. You hate yeah. this, don't you? No, well, you, you, yeah, you're I neat. Do. You're like yeah. a neat. You're a neat, tidy. I'm person. not. I'm not that. Mm, I, it's in spurts. Like mm-hmm. I'll, I'll not be neat at all, and then I'll just have a freak out one day where I'll start like cleaning everything and I'll be like, why isn't everyone cleaning like me right now on a Tuesday night at 11, you know? So I I don't, there's no rhyme or reason to it, but I get it. I mean, I think you, I think everyone kind of does need space to be messy, but it's hard to control that. Wait, how did we, but we haven't. I know. I was was just trying to think of like, there was, there's nothing, there's nothing that's not like super deep about me that I, that if you were like, Hey, don't do this. I wouldn't, that was like annoying to you. I would stop doing it unless there's like some deep like flaw in me that I can't. (laughs) I want to know from this person, has this come up before? Like, well, it sounds like she's saying that she's asked him, you know, and she's like, should I be trying it in a different way? Right. I mean, should I try asking, should I try like seeing it from his side or something? And I'm like, no. Cause I think again, like the bedroom (laughs) is shared. Like, I mean the whole apartment is shared space, but like, the bedroom is like your, that is equal area, both yeah. of yours. And it's like, if you don't want it to smell like, you know, either fruit, jewel fruit flavors or yeah. weed or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. it is. I'm like, that's your right. And it's like, if you want to smoke so bad, you'll do it outside. You how know about, what I mean? How about this? How about if she takes a picture of him vaping and texts it, <laughs> texts it to him? Um, yeah. To me, that just feels like straight up 101, like a... F- offensiveness like just like yeah just like you have to give me that consideration Mm -hmm. like and there's a way to say that where you're not you don't sound like a weirdo or whatever too aggressive about it but like i think it's just like hey um this is our shared space and like especially in bed like can just also go in the bathroom like blow it out the window yeah exactly open a window or something but it is hard i think sometimes something like this i think at least sometimes i know for me i'll have this feeling and maybe women have this where to nag your male partner is to come off parental mom-like, oh. you know? And how do you tell your partner, hey, don't do this thing? How do you tell a guy to do it without seeming like nagging or like a shrew or like a, hmm. okay, mom, you know what I mean? Right. And so kind of that fine line between like, I'm asking you, this is the thing I need you to do. And then sometimes you got to repeat it, but not coming off in that yeah. kind of shrill way. Yeah. I Yes, I agree. But also that's annoying that yeah. like if a woman <laughs> says that, then that's like you're being a bitch or, you're right. being, you know, it's like, yeah. this is just basic. I know. Yeah. Naomi also wears a mask of my mom. That's she, true too. Well, that's why. Like, yeah. That's yeah, you're really, coming off like his yeah, mom. Yeah. Yeah. I really want to, you know, I'll give you nightmares if possible. That's how I get my way <laughs> <laughs> when the night terrors come. So how are you going to word this to this guy? This, um, okay, Andy, I'll be the guy. I'm just vaping in bed. Look at me. Oh, hey, hon. Um, Sorry, I can't hear you. I'm vaping. <laughs> could you put down the... Could you turn off the... Choo-choo. I like to look like a steam train. A conductor? Yeah, yeah. I know. It's... it's. Uh, what were you going to say? What's it's, up? It's cute. I, I, I do think you're cute, honey. But, um, <laughs> you know, when you're vaping in bed, it really physically affects me. Like, I, can't, I don't like the smell of it. Uh, the smoke like, gets in my face. I don't... It's hard to be here. And this is our shared space. I was wondering if... Maybe we could find a compromise. You could smoke in the bathroom uh, or go outside if it's nice outside and maybe have like a nice little night walk while you vape. And then 
If Sorry, you don't, I, I got to take my earbuds out. What were you saying? <laughs> I, I was wearing my headphones the whole time. What was it? Okay, this relationship is never going to work. <laughs> this relationship is never going to work. But I think I think it's that, and I think yeah. it's like you know, I don't think it's what you end a relationship over. No. Um, however, I do think you know something that minor that isn't willing to be changed can be symptomatic. Yes. Can be symptomatic. Could be a bigger problem. You know, we're not saying that now. Is this the one little area? Yeah. This or is, is a this a person who, in general, is like my way? Yeah. This is an easy thing to fix. Yeah, definitely. Don't. My vape or the high vape. There mm, it is. I don't you know, know about that movie. I don't know about that movie. I like Bubble Town and I like End Ship. What was it? End Ship Season. End Ship Season. I don't think we're gonna buy my vape or the high vape. Rob. But great pitch. Thank you for coming <laughs> I try. Look, I, you know, we're out here in Hollywood. You gotta, you, yep. Uh, not only are you legally mandated to have a podcast, but you also must pitch three ideas every podcast. I love it. Uh, yeah. Otherwise, Mayor Garcetti comes and finds you. He's going to get you. Did we deal, did we deal with any like hard emotional stuff here on uh, with these questions? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think just a lot of like, how do you deal with a friend or lover that uh, is doing something stupid? Uh, yeah. I was going to say stupid, but, but that's uh, a big, annoying or, sure. yeah. or you hurt, agree hurtful. Yeah. Not showing you the consideration mm-hmm. that you deserve. Yeah. And that, look at that. That is a common, very common thing. Yeah. yeah. And like learning to speak to people in a yeah. way that like be respectful, but also be, you know. Step into your, your power. power. All right, Rob, thank you so much for coming yeah, and talking thank with you us. guys. So good to chat. Thank you for having me. Now I want to talk about more emotional stuff. Okay, keep rolling. We're getting gold. (laughs) Open your hearts, guys. (laughs) I'm going to loosen my butt. There it is. It's my life. Uh, We'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Tom Colicchio. I'm a chef, a restaurateur, food advocate, and the host of the new podcast called Citizen Chef on iHeartRadio. People might turn on the news and see the stories about the pandemic, immigration policy, or healthcare. I see stories about food. On this podcast, we'll tour the current political climate, looking for inroads to food wherever we could find them. From the supply chain. And we hear that Tyson might be closing another plant Monday in Tennessee for to labor. It's an executive order on immigration. We want Americans to have the jobs. We want Americans to have the health care. We want to take care of our citizens first. And disaster relief. Our systems cannot handle true disaster, this pandemic. That is the reality. These are the stories of our food. Episode one of Citizen Chef is available now. Subscribe and listen on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. My name is Kimberly Drew. If I've learned anything in my years of studying and uplifting black artists, is that we all have the power to create something beautiful. That's why I'm pleased to introduce you to people who have broken down boundaries in fencing and helped to create the first ever smart store. They're a big deal, and it's time we give them our attention. Listen to Your Attention, Please, a Hulu podcast with iHeartRadio on the iHeartRadio app, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's inspired by Your Attention, Please, now streaming on Hulu. Watch for a fresh point of view on Black history.